Hi, I'm Evangelist Felicia Wallace. Thank you for tuning in to the A Light for Christ podcast, where our aim is to reach the masses for Christ in this current day of chaos, distractions, and confusion. We have set out on this journey to encourage the weary, revive those of us who have been complacent in our faith, and redirect the lost and misguided. We are ordained pastors of the Light of the World Church of God, organized under the Church of God Ministries, Anderson, Indiana. We hope you will consider supporting our ministry by visiting our website at alightforchrist.com or from the links provided on our podcast episodes. Again, thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers and support. God bless you. Today's message, How to Defeat Temptation with Pastor Melvin Wallace, will help us be aware of the craftiness of the adversary to deceive us by challenging our faith, our identity, and ultimately tempting us with the allure of material gain. So take a moment to take a listen and be blessed. Today's reading comes out of Matthew chapter 4 verses 1 through 11 and it reads as such. Then Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. After fasting 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. The tempter came to him and said, If you are the Son of God, tell these stones to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you and they will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is also written, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor. All this I will give you, he said, if you will bow down and worship me. Jesus said to him, Away from me, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left him and angels came and attended him. The title of this word today is How to Defeat Temptation. Beloved, we must understand that temptation is a universal element in our lives. It's a universal force sent straight from hell to sidetrack us from doing the will of God. That is the purpose of temptation, to detour us from doing the will of God, being all that we should be for God, and just leading us down a road of total separation 
from God, but we must learn how to defeat it in the name of Jesus. When I look at this scripture, you know, we have to ask ourselves, if we are honest with ourselves, we have to ask ourselves, why does God even allow temptation to come to us? Why is it? Well, the first thing we have to understand is we are the instruments used by God. We are his greatest creation. And because we are his greatest creation, we are the chief instruments used by him. You have to understand that. You know, temptation and fighting temptation, it's a lot like exercising in the gym. The more you exercise, the stronger you get. The more you run, the greatest endurance you have. And that's how it is with temptation, fighting it. The more you fight it, the stronger you get. So this is why we go through temptations in the first place. But let us talk about uh, the temptations that the enemy will bring to us. We see here, first of all, that after Jesus had fasted for 40 days, Satan comes to him with an imposing challenge of material gain as he told him, if you are the son of God, turn these stones into bread. See the challenge here. If you are, I'm not sure that you are. You don't look like you are the son of God. It looks like you have been abandoned out here. We have to understand that the devil cannot see God's plans like he would like to in a totally accurate way. So he's thinking the son of God had been abandoned. You know, sometimes uh, people think that of uh, the, the people of God, you know, the Christians, that they have been abandoned. And so they will make that a challenge in our lives. Why don't you turn that stone into bread? Since you are so close to God, let's see what you can do. But, you know, when they do that, you know, we must resist with the word of God. Jesus told Satan, man does not live by bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. When you have the word of God, you have power. So Satan says, okay, all right, well, I'll tell you what, I'm taking you up to the top of the steeple there. And this is what I want you to do since you know the word. Well, I know the word too. But, you know, I want you to jump off. And uh, because the word says if you jump off, the angels will catch you and prevent you from hurting yourself. To which Jesus replied, and this is the next thing we have to understand, that uh, we must reply with the completed word. See, what Satan does is he will use the Bible himself. He know the Bible, but he know what to use that will be self-serving to him. And you have to watch people who use the Bible for self-serving purposes. But you must counter that with the complete 
word. And this is what Jesus did. And this is what we must do. He told Satan, you know, it's also written, do not put your Lord God to the test. Do not tempt God. A lot of times we can be provoked into tempting God. Someone puts a dare on us and then we have to prove to them that yes, God is in our lives. But what we have to understand is we must let God work this out because his intelligence, his knowledge is so much greater than ours. And so we must allow him to take care of this and not get overzealous in proving ourselves and proving God to others. Believe me, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. Now the next thing is Satan came back with another offer. He knew that Jesus knew the word, knew that he knew the word completely. So he tried a different approach, an approach of inclusion with the powers that he had or that he uh, wanted people to believe that he had, his power and his influence. So he took Jesus and showed him the vast lands that he claimed. And he told Jesus, you know, I give you all of this if you bow down and worship me. And when this happened, there must be a rebuke concerning this evil inclusion with the correction of the word. Where Jesus told Satan, away from me, he said, worship the Lord, your God, and serve him only. Case closed with that. The gospel comes first. The things of God comes first. So I want to finish this off with a story. There was a young man who was a very good athlete in college, an all-American quarterback of a nationally rated team. His future was bright and certain of success in this sport to the point as a sophomore, he was skilled enough to play for the NFL and they wanted him to play. But God had called him to the ministry in which he accepted. Therefore, it was unlikely that he would play pro ball before he completed school. It was an easy choice for him. But this choice became harder as the challenges of life unfolded for this young man. Temptation came his way. Many people wanted him to turn pro. First, his pretty girlfriend challenged him to enter into the draft for the money and a future together. And he considered it. Next, there was his teammates who expressed to him what they would do if they had the opportunity he had. They told him, get in the draft right now. You'll be fine. After all, I heard the NFL will look out for your finances, your health, and your maturity as a responsible person. And he considered. And this was followed 
by sports agents who promised him good management, huge endorsement fees, and other money-making opportunities if he signed up with them for a large percentage of his salary. And this is when he prayed and he got the answer from God. And he decided and he determined that he could not live off of a temporary contract and a greedy girlfriend alone, but only what God had for him. So he refused the draft and quit the girlfriend. But that was good. Next, he ignored the bad advice from his teammates, stayed on their team, which was to become the national collegiate champions, giving many more teammates NFL tryout opportunities after he refused to be tempted and to tempt God with his career. And finally, he refused the offers of the agents when many of them were soon to be indicted for illegal business practices. And the point of it is this, the power of communing with God is far greater than any temptation Satan put before us. And his foresight provisions is what we need. So stay with the Lord. Be strong when you are provoked. And be strong when the opportunity seems uh, uh, to be too good to be true. Because if it's not from God, it is too good to be true. God bless. Hi, this is Pastor Melvin. We hope you've been uplifted by the word today. We hope you were blessed. But you know, I want to talk to you about the urgency and the importance of being right with Christ. Romans 10, beginning at verse 8, gives us instruction. But what does it say? The word is near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. Are you willing to give your heart today? If so, repeat after me. Dear Lord, I admit this day that I am a sinner in need of your forgiveness. Believe that you are the atoning sacrifice for my sins and that you died on the cross to pave the way to eternal life. I ask you, come into my heart and make me whole again through the power of your resurrection that I may be born again and enter into the fellowship of the universal body 
of Christ. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Welcome to the family. And stay planted in the Lord. This is very important. So God bless you.